0: Hello Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, book four. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they seek to change the world, and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at Blake.
1: Hi, I'm Chris, and you can find me at EwokKiller on Twitter I play Finnegan Finn Tempest, a tiefling trainer, which is a Skyrend original class supported by the Metalweave Games Supplement Baby Beastery. Finn is the trainer of Ceruleus, a blue guard drake.
2: Hi, my name is Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Nate. I play Darvin Grim, the human monk, and I am currently hosting Cade, the demigod of the land in my brain.
3: Hi, I'm Shannon. You can find me on Twitter at Skyrend underscore Shannon. I play Aranus Grey, the god of rebellion, and I am a half-elf bard.
0: You can also find the show on Twitter, at Skyren Podcast, and you can support us on Patreon, at patreon.com slash Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The room lights up. You can see what Finnegan saw, but now in more detail. Darwin, you've seen rooms like this before, especially back at the monastery in Karami. There aren't usually a lot of these in any given church or monastery, but these are rooms of reflection, contemplation. Where one would go to have a deep devout experience with Koram, whether directly or metaphorically, is not the point. There is a small little statue idol of Corum on the other end of the room. There's a stone kneeling pad, pad in heavy quotes. There's no actual cushion on it. There are stone archway designs cut into the stone on either side of the walls, but no actual doorways. Hanging from the ceiling are a number of different religious totems. One's for all the different gods, really. You you come here to connect with Corum, but as a place, Deals with the business of death as well. You know, sometimes you do need to at least honor the other gods. If not for yourself, then for the deceased, perhaps. But the room is about 30 by 40, almost entirely bare. And it appears to be empty aside from that.
1: Hey, I want to start looking for a secret passage in the room, or out of the room, I should say.
0: Hey, what about Aranis and Darvin?
3: Uh, yeah, if there's nothing obvious, I want to see, can I look for, oh, that's going to be investigation. Ah, uh, whatever. You're
0: going to tell me what you want to look for.
3: Yeah, I, sorry, I was, I was going to say, I want to look for signs that like, like somebody's been through here, right? Like stuff has been like moved or something. Mm-hmm. That could still right. be perception. Just to give like maybe Finnegan, like a place to look for the passage. Right. So. All right. All right,
0: Darvin. Could
2: I just use my knowledge of these rooms to see if anything appears amiss about this one?
0: Absolutely, Ooh. you can.
3: That's hecka smart.
0: That could be... I mean, that could be perception, that could be religion, that could be history. Because you know that they're not always what they appear to be.
2: Let's go... But whether or not
0: this room is one of those, absolutely, you can make a roll for that. Let's go religion, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It, the design... I, this is very much like a bending the intent, like the design of this religious room. What is your knowledge of it? And other churches like it. Um, okay. Everybody roll.
2: Mm.
1: I got an 18.
2: I got a 25 religion.
3: And I got a dirty 20 perception. Okay. I suck it a lot, but apparently following a dude, we're very good at.
0: <laughs> right? It does seem weird. I need to roll a die here real fast. Let's go Finnegan, Darvin, Arnis. Okay. So you're taking a moment to look through this room to see if anything is amiss. Darwin, you know from your experience in Karami and with the layout of churches, monasteries, and these types of rooms in particular, it may be more than what it appears. There could be other ways out. There could be other ways in. There could be just more than what appears on the surface. Finnegan and Aranus. I do think you find a spot in the wall where it looks like there's some sliding action along the floor that something should open this up. You just have no idea where. Darvin, the last bit of information you get from your recollection of these, these types of rooms, is that is that often some of these secrets are revealed by The various pendants, tokens of the other gods hanging from the ceiling. As in, pulling them sometimes reveals a passage. It could be a passage, a hidden compartment, turn on a light, turn off a light. However, there is one very sure sign that comes... There's one very sure sign that comes to Aranus specifically that perhaps this room hasn't been vacated. As Aranus, while you're searching the wall, you get punched in the back of the head and you bang your forehead against the wall. That'll be 16 bludgeoning damage.
3: Jesus Christ. Oh, he's a monk. So, yeah, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I forgot for a second.
0: And you hit your head against the wall.
3: I forgot for a second that I was dealing with a monk and I was and I was like, who the fuck? Oh, right. You get 16, you back. say?
0: 16, I say. You get punched in the back of the head and then there's a slight shuffle sound of footsteps away from you.
3: Can I just shout, I found him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While there is a secret exit to this room, instead, you made it very clear where you all were. And he used his invisibility trick again and punched Arnis in the back of the head. And I see no reason to hide this. You could tell those footsteps are running towards the door that you came in. Would anybody like to do something to try to stop him? He's still invisible.
1: (laughs) I am going to uh, whistle to Cyril and tell her to get in the door and see if she can't beat this fucker in a foot race. Okay. okay. I doubt it, but we'll see what happens.
0: We'll see what happens. Darvin or Arnis, anything you would like to do?
2: I mean, same, I guess. If I know he's headed toward the door, then, you know, without colliding with Cyril, I might run the same way.
0: Okay. Arnis, you got anything up your sleeve?
3: I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't...
0: Alright. In which case, I do think it's obvious he's heading towards the door. You can hear the shuffle of footsteps. They're quickly heading in that direction. It is the only easy exit out of here. Why use a secret passage when other people can see? Defeats the purpose. So let's have Darwin and Cyril try to run and block the door. You can either make an athletics or an acrobatics check to get there and stand in his way. Be real fun if you clothesline each other, but... Can to go acrobatics?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll be going athletics. Oh, shit. Well, that's an eight. I got an 18. That's better. Okay. Cyril is in a
0: rush and kind of has that, that, like, feet running in place and then moving and sliding like a dog on a freshly waxed floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Darwin, you're able to get to the doorway in time. You can't see him, but you can tell the footsteps are just right in front of you and he's going to try to put an elbow into your chin just as he gets to the door. Still invisible so you don't see it coming. But this is how you know he got there. It was a 22 hit. Uh-huh. You can take 17 bludgeoning damage. Um, if you want to try to make an action to grab him, to stop him now, or you could just try to hit him, but you know he's, like, right next to you. So if you want to use your reaction to try to grapple him... Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. Alright. Rolling with disadvantage here. Let me see, let me see. Uh, It's been a while since I've looked at grapple rules, because they're grapple rules. Ah, when you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it, you can use an attack action... To make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks, this can replace one of them. Uh, da, da da, must be within reach. Make a grapple check. Strength athletics. Contested by the target's strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Target chooses. So yeah, this will be an athletics check with disadvantage.
2: Oof, this is not gonna work super well. This is gonna go poorly. To quote RNS.
0: Aww. What'd you get? I got a four. Malcius crit.
3: Fucking in.
0: A jerk.
3: We can catch up with the dude, but we can't do anything.
0: <laughs> there are so many advantages to being invisible.
3: Well, you,
0: you reach out to try to grab him as he's rushing past you and hitting you. He grabs your arm, does a very quick spin, spins around you, gives you a little push. Pushes you a few more steps in from the door. He goes through, and he slams that door shut.
1: Fuck this guy, seriously. He's
0: gonna lock the door.
2: I should have tried my thing there. Tripping with your extra leg? (laughs) No, trying to get my body parts inside of him to move. Ah. Ugh. If I can do it when he's invisible, though, and I don't know if I can. He's still
0: right on the other side of the door. Do you think I can still do it? it's not out of the question you don't need to be able to see your leg to move it obviously otherwise you'd never see it if it's inside of him true yeah do you want to give that a shot you're locked in this room now but if you want to try to seize him through the door yeah that would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool how many divine charges do you want to spend here
1: um dude use them all fuck this guy All of them? I have eleven.
2: You want me to use eleven?
1: Dang. I mean I could use eleven. If it's enough to rip them out of him and kill him, fuck him, yeah. Uh
0: I don't think ripping them out is uh part of the current skill set. It would be enough to like grab him and incapac well restrain him basically. Keep him from moving anywhere. Yes, then maybe let's not use all of them. Oh, I like where that is headed, if that's something you want to try to do. How about I use, like, four. Okay. The four that you got from Quorum. Yeah. Very fitting. So what is your monk save DC? Oof, that's going to
2: be on the back of my character sheet, I think. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, maybe it's here. Sorry, I don't actually know where it is. (laughs) Okay. Well, proficiency is five... Wisdom is 2, so that's
0: 15, right? Yeah. And if you're spending 4, if you want to use that all to boost up the DC, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. 19 DC. That's pretty good. Nice. All right, Malcius. Is he getting away? So, Darvin, he's just elbowed you in the chin, spun you around, locked the door behind him, What does it look like when you're trying to reach out to your bits inside of him and stop him? What do you do, physically?
2: Do like a monk pose where like I know he's on the other side of the door, so I kind of put my hands together and close my eyes and do like a centering, praying kind of thing.
0: Mm. Okay. You do that, you focus in real good, and then you almost instantaneously hear his body being pulled, slammed against that closed door. He's grappled. Nice. Basically being pinned to the other side of the door.
2: I Explain this to my friends. We gotta get through the door, though.
1: I got this. I command Cyril to burrow under the door to the other side. Oh, okay. From the other side, because I can see through her, and cast from her, I cast Mage Hand, and if you allow it, unlock and open the door.
0: Mm. Yeah, because you know what? I think this is real fun. Because the door swings open and he's still attached to it. Like he's been pinned to the door.
1: <laughs> Invisible
0: still. But, Darwin, you can tell your bits are still right there. So it opens and it looks... It looks like nobody's there. But I think you would reach out a hand and feel him. And he's squirming and struggling. You can hear him like... Ugh. like it hurts inside his chest. But he's stuck. What do y'all want to do?
1: Well, Darwin's got him... Like I, I, I concede the next move to Darwin because I know what Finnegan wants to do, but he can't see him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Sorry, can I
1: see him? No, but
2: you
0: can sense the you can sense the pendants that he's implanted inside of himself. And you can tell that they are forcibly holding him up against this door.
2: But we're still trapped on the other side, right? No, he,
1: the door opened. Oh, door's open.
2: Oh. Door swung open. Well, in that case, I go through the door, and I guess I attack?
0: Uh, he's pinned to the door, absolutely, if you want to.
2: Wait, do I want to? It's fine by me. He's attacking the move here. Is there anything you want from him, besides him to die? No, probably not.
0: Good point. Okay, let's attack then. Alright. No disadvantage, but no... Adv- I mean, you would have advantage because he is pinned, but he is still invisible. So they back they cancel each other out. Okay. So just roll that's, away.
2: That's fair. A crit. Jesus Christ.
0: What are you attacking with? This is the leg sword. God. Darvin takes a leg sword swing at a seemingly empty door. You just slice right into him. roll your damage. 21 damage. Jesus. And throw a couple punches, right? Or one sure. punch, rather. One punch. You've got your extra attack, and then you've got your bonus attack.
2: Oh, that's right! I could throw another sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do, another, let's do another sword. I, I forgot how to play for a second. <laughs> that's a twenty-seven. That hits for fourteen damage. Okay. And then throw one punch. Not spending any key points here. That's a twenty-one. Yeah, that hits too. <laughs> Twelve damage.
3: Oh.
0: Okay. And that's it. Darwin lays into the door, lays into Malcius. Blood dripping from an invisible source down his blade and down onto the ground, and after your punch his invisibility drops. Been holding it for too long, and frankly this hurt like hell. Malcius has patched himself up a little bit since your previous fight but he is certainly not looking good now. And he is pinned to the door. And he says, Darvin, you continue to disappoint me. We're on the same side.
2: I'm on Coram's side. And I'm on Vale's
1: side. Nice. (sighs) Shit.
0: I'm on Coram's side, too. I don't know who this veil is, but there's no need for this. Surely we can come to some agreement about your leg.
1: Oh, you too may, but we will never. And I walk up and I lay a shocking grasp on him.
0: Oh, he doesn't like you. I mean, he already didn't like you, but he really doesn't like this. All right, go for it.
1: Is that with advantage, disadvantage? What's that got?
0: I, I, I don't know what's up with shocking grasp. Let's see.
1: I'm just asking because of the current condition he's in.
0: Right. I just is it an attack that you make or is it a yes, save? It's yes.
1: an attack I make. Ah,
0: yes. If it's a if it's an attack roll you're making, you'll have advantage.
1: The seventeen to hit. Yeah. Sweet. Only eight damage. Okay. He
0: reels back in pain, banging the back of his head against the door. <laughs> Steals himself a little bit after the pain. Focuses. If the way of obligate mortality has a presence here, you'll need me to stop
1: them. The world doesn't need the likes of you anymore. We'll handle them ourselves. And I nod to Cyril.
0: Oh, Cyril gonna attack too?
1: Oh, hell yes.
0: She's got advantage too then.
1: I believe that's a 23 to hit. I believe that hits. Yes. Max damage. 12. That hurts. That hurts. Because she wants him dead just as much as I do.
0: Is she making her second attack?
1: Oh, I wasn't sure if you were going to give it to me, but yes, definitely she is. Yeah. It's a 22. That hits. Max damage again. Fucking A, man. 12.
0: What does he say? What does he say? Mm -hmm. Mr. Tempest, whatever you do to me, it will not undo your sins Coram's will shall always prevail If not through me, then through another He looks like shit, but he is keeping his composure
3: Uh, I would like to Eldritch Blast him
0: Hey, Arnis, how's it going?
3: Hi (laughs) I've had enough of this guy's B.S. (laughs)
0: I was just about to ask.
3: Well, they, you know, they were doing their thing. So I was going to let them do it because, you know, for (laughs) once (laughs) I wasn't doing the talking and that was nice. Yeah, Eldritch Blast. Yeah, I'm still not going to say anything. I'm just going to Eldritch Blast him. Just going to do that thing.
0: Mm -hmm. You have advantage if these are attack rolls.
3: Oh my goodness. Uh, They are attack rolls. So should I roll each one? separately since I've got yes you should okay okay first one is a 26 that hits do you want me to do the damage all at once at the end or individually no
0: no I think we need to get to the point where you're doing it one at a time
3: okay (laughs) all right here's the first one that's eight damage
0: okay give me the next one 22 that hits.
3: Oh, one damage. Aww. <laughs> wah, wah, what a terrible roll. And last one. 21. That hits two. Six damage.
0: Not enough to finish him off. Damn it. That one did you no know favors. I know. He looks even more hurt. He, visible bruising all over his face.
3: Um, as a like sidebar, mm-hmm. somebody remind me of Vale's mom's name.
2: Yeah, I was wondering that too. Chris, because we did know it. Yeah, we absolutely
1: knew it. Perseverance, I believe that's right.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because wasn't somebody calling her purse? Calling them purse? I'm sorry.
0: Percy, let me see. I, mean, I remember someone being named Purse. I want to say it was Vale's mom. Uh, when did we do that?
3: That was a long time ago. My, my thought here, by the way, is just to kind of taunt him a little bit with like, I know you don't know Vale, but right. Just so he really knows like why we're doing this. (laughs) Right. it's.
0: Yes, here we are. Vale's mother perseverance.
3: All right. We got it. Cool. Yay. Confirmed. Hey, we're all right. Okay. You he said he's not looking well.
0: Oh, no, no. Uh, he's looking like shit. Okay. Um, Good front, but definitely
3: beat up. Okay. I don't... I'm not really sure how to, like, say it, like, after I've already attacked him. <laughs> so... I'm not sure now is the moment, Um, unless somebody else is gonna, like... If somebody else attacks him, they can tell him why. If, well, if- them takes another stab, for example... <laughs>
0: Well, Arnus, if you are done, it's Malcius' turn. He's going to try to wrench himself free of this grim manipulation. Because otherwise he can't do anything. No. No. Attempted another saving throw and failed again. Horribly. You're all making a mistake. I act in accordance with Corum's will and his justice if you let the way of obligate mortality flourish, their sins will be on your hands. And then it would be Darwin's turn, unless anybody wants to...
2: Okay, then I'm gonna say, we'll take care of them next. (laughs) This is for perseverance. Attack? Attack! Forgot that part. Forgot that part. (laughs) I was busy practicing my... A word speech. Mm-hmm. I got a 16. With advantage? E, no, I forgot I had advantage. Let me try one more time. Ooh, 10 higher. I got a 26. Oh, yeah, that hits.
0: Nice. Got a 18. Okay. You stab deep into him, and you can feel this stabbing sensation. He is going to try to... Use the ability of the Grim Pendant to not die. And you slash into him. His head drops. And then it raises back up again. See, Darvin, your flesh does more good when you share it. He successfully saved, otherwise he would have died. You can keep attacking, though.
3: Can I just real quick All say, right. you know how gross that sounds, right? Like that's <laughs> it's gross? Anyway, keep going, Darvin.
2: Okay, yeah. I guess I'll just attack again then. <laughs> okay.
3: That's disgusting. <laughs> you
0: got a 24 this time. Okay. He's going to have to try to make another save. Are you actually trying to kill him, just to make sure? E- yeah, I think so. Okay. Yes. I just want to know the consequences of his failure. Not that I have to worry about it yet. He succeeded again. His head drops again and it raises back up again. I know the name Perseverance.
2: Okay, then a punch. And then you punch him. Yes. <laughs> oh, I got a 17.
0: Hits again. Head drops. Lifts back up.
3: God damn.
0: Gotta take the pendant from him. They are inside of him physically. Oh, yeah. Forgot. He went big. He's I got forgot. several pendants implanted inside of him.
2: Well, then we have to keep punching him until he fails.
0: All right. Whoever this perseverance was, I'm sure they met Coram's grace. As intended. Punch him again. Still have advantage.
2: Mm. Yeah, but I'd have to spend a key point. Mm-hmm. So, no, not yet.
0: All right. Fit again your turn. <laughs> this dude is hanging on by a thread.
1: Seeing the cycle we're stuck in, I draw out my randomized wand. Oh. And I'm knowing that I have a few tricks in this thing that could just outright end him. Uh-huh. And I go ahead and attempt to use it on him. All right. Roll a d10. D10, see what we get. Get a one. That's about as useful as a screen door on a submarine. But make that wisdom save. <laughs> as he gets blasted
0: with a charm ray. <laughs> this is very interesting. All right, wisdom saving 18 on the die. He's not charmed. I. I'd be very curious what it would have looked like had he failed. Been like, oh, my buddies, who have pinned me to a door and are murdering me slowly.
1: Oh, I'd make him tell me where all of the things in his body are hidden, because we're friends.
0: But no, it fails. No,
1: that fails. But uh Cyril can still wag her tail at him.
0: Yeah. If this succeeds, is everybody cool with Cyril having the finishing blow? I mean, I, I know there's some good narrative stuff from it for Finnegan and Cyril, since you know. He sent people down to the church and slaughtered a bunch of folks.
3: Yeah. I before Cyril strikes, I'm just gonna say, if you can't even remember the name of somebody you murdered, you deserve anything you get.
1: All
0: right, That's good. Go Cyril.
1: That's 18. That's gonna. Hit. Is
0: this the tail, right? Yep. Okay. That definitely hits. Can he save? Yep. It's 11. This yeah. is the. That's what matters. Fourth. He coughs. Sending in your pet to do the dirty work. And still failing.
1: Oi, she's not done yet. Weak. 17? It's still gonna barely hit.
0: Malcius fails his roll. What does it look like as Cyril delivers the final blow?
1: I've Think, God, the first one hits right, and he like he coughs, mm-hmm. and I think maybe he just leans over just enough so that when he coughs and like maybe he's like if you allow it like just for flavor like he's coughing up blood, and she just like from a downward motion just slams his entire head into the ground.
0: He's still pinned to the door.
1: Oh, okay. Well, but, then never mind. Any of no, that? No, no, no. We can do this.
0: <laughs> I just want to say like. He is still pinned to the door, but Cyril hits him with such ferocity. His neck snaps down and the rest of his body follows as he boom, crashes against the stone on the floor, leaving five grim pendants stuck to the door. Nice. <laughs> Holes burst through his body from... The just the wrenching motion, they are very bloody, Darvin, but they are yours for the taking.
2: Nice, I'd take all
0: right. And so, Malcius's lifeless body lies on the ground. You are deep within this church of Corum in a private and holy place next to a room where Malcius befouled. Darwin's flesh. Having recovered much of it now, there's little risk of more people getting their hands on these pendants. And although you've defeated Malcius, having gotten your revenge on behalf of Vale for the death of their mother, the work here is not finished. If the way of obligate mortality has realized itself, and has plans within this church, within this city. And yes, even for Darwin's flesh. It's probably something that is better stopped sooner than later. But before we move on, everybody, if you don't have it already, get inspiration for killing Malcius.
3: Yay! Woohoo!
0: As deadly a threat as he was, being pinned to a door uh, sure took a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. And he was alone.
1: I'd say it took all of his Grim Pendants out of him.
0: (laughs) You wanted a pound of flesh. It just wasn't his own. Anywho, with Malcius dead, with Darwin having the majority of his leg back, though not attached, what is it you want to do?
1: I have an intention to burn the body before we leave. Is that a disrespect thing? Is that a tiefling thing? It's a, he served Corum. he's a fucker, I don't want him coming back. Like, I understand Corum's whole, like, you know, death is the end stuff, but he's <clears> already proven he doesn't believe that by putting, him, putting the Grim Pendants in his body, I wouldn't put it against him to have some other plan to try and come back. So I'm going to at least slow him down by destroying his body.
0: Okay. Yeah, no problem. Where do you want to burn his body? In the lab?
1: In the... in the lab. I wouldn't do it in the, like, religious place that...
0: The holy room? I, okay. I'm
1: angry, but I'm not that angry.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to desecrate a shrine.
3: I think even I'd stop you from doing that. <laughs> okay.
0: You're able to haul his body out there. Does anybody want to check his body for anything else before you light
1: it up? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Checking for anything useful before I burn it. Good. Thank you. And perhaps
0: Darvin will thank you as well. Because although he did not get to use them because of their own limitations and because of him being pinned to a fucking door, those gloves that he has, very cool and magical gloves. They are not armor, they do not give any extra protection to AC. But these are specifically monk gloves. Hey, Darwin. Yes. You know that thing that you do, where you can catch an arrow and throw it back? Oh yeah. Wouldn't be really cool if there were a pair of gloves that lets you do that with magic? That'd be
2: super oh, shit.
0: cool. <sighs> uh, yeah. Wow. These gloves, which I'll get you a card for later. I wasn't sure if you follow him. Or nils, or burn the gloves before checking. Yeesh. <laughs> I probably would have left them unburnt since you know they're magic and all. But these gloves, when worn and attuned, allow you to use your reaction to try to catch and fling back magical attacks, specifically spell attack rolls. So not like cone of cold, not like fireball. You know, I think that's an AOE, but Something like an Eldritch Blast, something like a Fire Bolt, anything that is a single-target spell attack roll allows you to make a saving throw and try to catch and throw it. It's very cool. hmm
2: So to be clear, the mechanics are different from the projectile, right? Because that's about damage reduction
0: and this is about a save? Right, right. Gotcha. On a failed save, the attack hits. If it was high enough to hit, but I mean, that's how it has to work anyway. It would be a magic, a spell attack that would hit you. You can try to catch and throw. You still have to spend a key point. Okay. But instead you make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Try to kind of catch and throw. You can throw it back at the attacker or anything or anybody. That's pretty cool. Much like when you catch arrows. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a good name for them yet. Yeah, don't have a good name for him yet. Uh, what's that ability called? What is that monk ability called?
2: Um, hang on. Deflect missile, I think. Yeah, deflect missiles.
0: Deflect missiles.
2: That's that's the
0: damage reduction part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it also has the spend key point to make a yeah. attack. Yeah. This is a arranged attack, so this is gloves of deflect magic noise. Let's you do the same thing, but with magic and with a saving throw.
3: That's so cool.
1: <laughs> now he's deflecting it. I'm stealing it.
3: <laughs> I can stop it too.
0: Well, yeah. Finnegan has a way to capture spells. Arnas has counterspell and now Darvin can deflect spells.
3: It's almost like we're going up some big magical something.
0: Okay. These are a deep red color with gold stitching on the palm that wraps around to the back of the hand on the palm. It looks like a pair of overlapping diamonds, similar to similar to this in the chat to the point of one diamond pointing to the left, the other one pointing to the right and they're overlapping entirely making a hexagonal shape. Got it. Other than that, he had some prayers on him you know, written prayers. Standard monk stuff. Standard Church of Corm stuff. Standard high level Church of Corm stuff. But nothing else magical. His robes are well made, maybe a little bit thicker than what Darwin is used to, but they're not magical. And now they are very cut and bloody as well. Yeah, not taking those. Uh, but yeah, that's all the magic he had on him it was just those gloves. Some pretty good magic. And then Finnegan burns the body. Is this with your own magic, or are you getting things from here in the room and just starting oh, a yeah. fire?
1: I, I don't have any cantrips that start fire, so it's going to be starting it with something in the room. Okay. Easy enough to find.
0: They have to do some work with fire here, especially when it comes to like sealing up these glass baubles or uh, bending the metal, you know, weakening it nice and soft. But yeah, you can burn this body. The smoke hangs against the ceiling. It doesn't smell great. While Finnegan is getting this body burned, what are other people doing? I mean I'm putting on gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nice pair of gloves, darvin They're warm too. That's not part of the magic. It's just, you know, good material. A little bit of fur lining maybe.
2: Oh good. I was worried you meant they were still warm because we took them off Nossius and I didn't know how to feel about that. <laughs>
0: Well, it's probably a little bit of that, too. Probably, actually. I
2: don't know what I would be doing right now. Arnis, you
0: doing anything?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure either, just because of kind of where we are. I'm like, I don't, like, it's not a room that I would intend to, like, search particularly. hmm Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. You don't have to
0: have a good plan for what you want to do right now. That's fine. But if you aren't doing anything specific in this room, or in that shrine, meditation room, prayer room, what are you preparing to do next? Are you done in Libera, or are you going after General Nils' virages and the way of Obligate Mortality?
1: Uh, the second choice? Yeah. We're not leaving, we're not pulling the whole, you know, Meet the new king, same, same as the old king bit here. <sighs> mm-hmm.
0: Agree. Well, you can easily find your way back out into the main hall of the church, Pew's giant statue. Although Libera is a very cold city, the snow here has started to melt. The inside of the church is cool, but it's not freezing cold. You still know which door they went through. Just to give a sense of time, though. The snow up. has begun to melt. The dead bodies? Gone. D Struggling. Kind of worming along the ground. Trying to get to a wall and get himself up and get untied. If you just want to leave him in the background as a visual gag, that's up to you. But you certainly know which way Nils and the
1: gang went. Yeah, I'm not here to mess with this kid. We're following after Nils.
0: Okay, okay. Heading across the main hall of the church... To the door that Nils and his crew took to leave. You open the door. And there's a stairway that leads upwards to the next level. Following it up. At the top of the stairwell. The next level up. a Large pair of doors. These swing open. Freely. And you find yourself in a long hall. Lined. With caskets. Various size. Shape in color. It is dimly lit in here. Darwin, you know that it's not common for caskets to be kept in this fashion. You will sometimes see this when the church is either dealing with a lot of bodies that have come through at once or if they are holding them all for a specific purpose over a longer period of time. Normally, if bodies are being interred or buried at the church, they are in the ground. In some sort of crypt or mausoleum or perhaps even packed away into the walls. Depends on all the burial rites of the people being honored. But not like this. This is usually a temporary solution. We've got a lot. We have to put them somewhere. It is often that you might see a hall with lots of empty coffins, caskets. You know, hey, we've got a body. We need a place to put them for the immediate future. But this hallway is a hall, not a hallway. It's still like 30 feet wide, but it extends for a good 80, 100 feet, Line on either side of the room with coffins. They are all closed, which, Darwin, you know, tends to mean that there is a body inside. Maybe a few are open, but there are dozens that are closed.
2: Nothing interesting about the open ones? The open
0: ones... Mm, they haven't been cleaned. Like, they haven't been cleaned out. Like, there's still blood stains or bits of hair or scraps of fabric that probably fell off of the previous occupant. And that's weird. It that is weird. Usually after you take a body out, they get properly cleaned so as to not disrespect the next inhabitant.
2: I mention
0: this. I'm
2: torn if I want to start looking at other bodies. I'll just open one tombstone and take a look. Just the nearest one. Sorry, not tombstone. Coffin. Okay,
0: okay. Roll me a d20. Okay. Just to see who's inside. I got a one. Oh. (laughs) Nice. I didn't know if I wanted this one to be in the crit or the crit fail. But a crit fail, I think, works perfectly. Not that anything bad happens to you, Darvin. Or to anybody else in the room. But you push the lid off, slide it open, and inside it is unusually dark. As if something that were placed inside of this coffin had unnaturally stained the interior. Inside, Darwin, you see the body of a human vestige whose arms have been removed. Well, that's weird. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a whole lot more than weird. That means that these fuckers have crossed over and are working with the looming tomb like we were afraid. Uh, All right. Awesome.
0: What would you like to do with this information? Do you want to keep looking? Do you want to press on? Turn tail and run?
2: I mean, do we need to keep looking? Or is it time to press on?
1: I think press on is the obvious choice right now.
0: Okay. I'm down with that then. Okay. Okay. As you move through this hall to the other end, another pair of double doors. As soon as you open them, you see a half-giant standing on the other side. Much better lit than he was when he joined Nils down in the main hall below. He has grayed skin and dark hair. He is wearing a grim pendant around his neck. And one of his arms has been replaced with the arm of a copper dragon. With his half-giant hand, he clasps the Grim Pendant and he extends out the dragon arm and casts Eldritch Blast towards Darvin. His Eldritch Blasts are shaped like Darvin's feet, coming to kick you. And with that will bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server or you can email us at skyranpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyranpodcast.com. As always, thanks to Daryl Barnes for creating our theme music. You can find them on Twitter at Daryl Barnes underscore. We also want to thank the talented at Gabby underscore Desu on Twitter for our fantastic podcast art. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.